Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl pickups, what we've listened to this week. That leads into the songs of the week, and then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, because I know you got nothing better to do, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or both and give us five stars and five stars only on there. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, we'll send you the link if you hit us up. And uh, we have a phone number you can call. You could leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text. That phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. Now that the boring intro is out of the way. Wait, did I say our names? I don't know if we did. But mm-hmm. It was so boring, I just fucking didn't even yeah. listen. I black out when I talk, so I don't know. I black yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it like that? Well, you kind of said it like that. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. Anyway, I'm Tyler, and Jeff is out there, too. Fuck that guy. Um, Ooh, well, anyway, Fearless Beer Review. What do we got, Jeff? What do you got today? It's a theme today. Uh, I, got a, I got a four pack. I'm going to be drinking four different Deftones beers. Ugh. It's a going yeah. theme. They're probably all the same. They're all going to taste the same because... Are they know, all IPA? The, all the IPAs? Most of the Deftones albums sound the fucking same. They are not all IPAs. So it's Phantom Bride, White Pony, Swerve City, and then those are IPAs uh, in some capacity. And then yeah. D.A. De Los Deftones, which is a lager. The lager, yeah. But that's, I'm drinking these oh. in a specific order. Well, you're starting with Phantom Bride, right? Because that's what I'm Well, because you fucking have it, but I wasn't going to. Oh, well, I guess I spoiled it, huh? Well, no, but um, well, I mean, do you not want to start with Phantom Bride? You don't have to. I just uh, suggest. Well, I, I'm gonna have to now because this is. I've already said this it. is conversation. Yeah. All right. So obviously, I have Phantom Bride. I tried looking for the four pack like you, like you had, because I know they sell it here. I've seen it before, but I went to three different liquor stores, or I went to two liquor stores and a gas station, and all I found was a, a Phantom Bride. So. Can't uh, can't have as much fun as you tonight. Can't but stand you. <laughs> what's the what's the order you're gonna go in after Phantom? Uh, Bird? I don't know if I should tell you because you're gonna try and guess what's what's going on. Why why the order is is such? I think you're gonna do. Oh, you're gonna do it in order. You know, so say in order of the albums, but the Dia de los Muertos. That's not on the record or anything. So it's not. But so I mean, you would I put it where where I'm gonna drink it. You're probably gonna put it last. Just to get the IPA taste out of your mouth, right? Maybe, because you're probably going to do White Pony first, because that was the third record. Well, I'm, you're going to do Phantom Bride first. So. Well, I know, but before you, then you're probably going to do uh, Swerve City, then Phantom, and then the Logger. Okay, so, go so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start writing down your 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 guesses here. Tyler's guesses. Here. guesses Tyler's here. stupid guesses. Here's. Tyler's guesses here's so your your first thing was uh, before I changed the Phantom Bride. What, what did you say? White Pony. Okay. And then Swerve City. 
Swerve That's a City. great song too. And then uh, uh, Phantom Bride, and then the the Logger, and then Dia Day. Okay. All right. All right. No digital I, I, bath, huh? I, I, will, I don't, I, think I don't have it. I don't have it. Well, yeah, digital that's one bath that's is missing. missing, and then the one from Ohms is missing. Or one, one oh, the yeah, Ohms the Ohms picture. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That was that was a very limited run. But they, yeah, just, just off, the, off the top here, you're, 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 your theory is wrong. Oh, it's so. wrong. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that, so, so there right. you go. I'll right, give you another fun. chance to guess again and why they are like that when I open the second one. Okay, sounds good. So are you... You're really gonna do that? That's a lot of that's a lot of IPA. You're gonna be that's pretty, a lot of IPAs. Pretty, pretty tipsy. Fucking tipsy. Yeah. It's only are they uh, are they twelve ounce cans or eighteen? Uh, nope. They're fucking sixteens, baby. Oof, boy. Hold, can't hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> one's Wolf. <laughs> Phantom Bride is seven point one percent. Yeah, it's so, a powerful one. It's a strong powerful. one. That's strong. All right, uh, you ready? You ready? You have your yours. Uh, oh, excuse me. Cannot burp yeah. on the pod. No, I already I already poured it. It's all poured, poured it and ready to go. It's all poured and ready to go. All right, here we go. All right, all right. Phantom Bride by Belching Beaver Brewery. So, what do you think of this Phantom Bride? Have you had it before? You've had it before. I think I brought it to the pod once when you were still living here in California. I looked at my untapped and I I didn't rate it, and I for sure would have rated something by the Deftones just to be a, a just to be an about ass. it. <laughs> of course, um, of course. So so I mean a couple things here. One, I like the can. Right, is your can that's if the white kind of like outlay with the red roses on the front. Yeah, yeah. I have okay. yeah. I have a mine's a sixteen ounce can as well. I, so, I like yeah, the can. I, I like the artwork. I like that beaver, that skull. Like DAD looks more to a skull beaver thing. Hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. I actually really like that. Um, but it's a good beer. It's solid. It's fine. Just yeah, I think it's first, a good IPA. That first sip here. Yeah. It's a good IPA. It's a, it's a little syrupy, but, you know, I I wouldn't drink more than, like, two of these because that syrupiness would kind of get to me, but. Yeah, I wish, it was a, I wish it was a little drier. Yeah, I like definitely. A nice, I, I like a nice dry IPA. I like to have my mouth, like, completely void of any moisture. <laughs> Suck it all out of there. So they uh, they came out with this beer originally in 2016. I think it's the only one that's been like mass marketed. Uh, I think Digital Bath was was pretty was you know produced a lot, but not as much as Phantom Bread. This has been like Deftones flagship beer. But honestly, they, none of the beers are bad because I've had them all. I've tried them all, and um, yeah, none of them are bad. The, the lager is a little weird, but. I think you'll like it because it does have some of that that lime to it, and I don't mm, really care for lime. So I think you'll like that. But yeah, Belching Beaver Brewery that is down in uh, San Diego, California, so uh, home of uh, Dane and the Death Machine. So there you go, nice little throwback. Why? Thing. Why? I I just I googled to see why they they did something with Belching Beaver because they're not they're not from San Diego. It's actually Oceanside. I'm sorry, not San Diego. Oceanside. Oceanside's like essentially San Diego. Yeah, it's it's as far north in San Diego County as you can go. Anybody not from like Camp Pendleton or below will think that Oceanside is part of San Diego. <laughs> true, huh? true. Facts. <laughs> but why did is, they why did they what? go with, 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 with Belgian beaver? There's plenty of, of, of breweries up north. I don't know. I really, really don't know why they went with may, went with them. Maybe they had friends that work there or they know somebody who works there. That that's the only explanation I I gather. 
Because, yeah, I mean, they're from Sacramento, so I don't know why they wouldn't go with a brewery from Sacramento or somewhere, like you said, up north, like Firestone or Russian River or something like that. Mm. I don't know. I really don't know. But anyway, so we have our three po- our world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what are your thoughts on the final thoughts on this beer and then your uh, your rating? I, I, the more I, the more I drink it, <laughs> took a little sip there. The, the more, the more I drink it, the more I think it's even more kind of like okay. Mm-hmm. It gets mm-hmm. like pretty. It gets pretty good reviews. I think that's just because a bunch of cuck Deftone fans are on there fucking propping up the ratings. <laughs> I firmly believe that, but um, I, I think it's truly like I think it's okay. It's not bad. It's for sure not good to great. It is just. Um, it's a novelty. It's a novelty, and I, I, I think it'll probably bode well with, with uh, honestly, with fucking, with the Deftones fans, because oh. goddamn, that band is is just nothing but chud. That band oh, is- Oh, you're is so dumb. 90% chud, 90% boring, and that's what this beer is. This beer is fine, but good God, I, I, I'm already falling asleep here drinking this. <laughs> <laughs> so if people don't know what chud is, explain what chud is. Chud, chud is a, a term that I've come across recently when I started collecting the vinyls. It's a and, great and, and word. Chud, yeah. chud is a word that describes what I will explain to it perfectly. And, and, and Chud is like Barbara Streisand records, fucking Lawrence Welk box sets. Chud is, is stuff that nobody's going to buy. Because <laughs> Classical records, classical music records. But not, it's, it's, it's stuff that was mass produced to people that have phased out completely about, of, of buying records or was mass produced to people that kind of grew up and realized, man, this shit does suck. And that's what, that's what Chud is. I mean, a ton of, a ton of, uh, Paul Inca's and Chud. I mean, I, I have fucking 400 records in my garage right now that I'm going to sell an offer up for $30. I'll be lucky if I get $30 cause it's just Chud. Just Chud. It's such a great word. Such a great word. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's very disrespectful, but it describes, <laughs> it describes what it is pretty damn well. Yeah, yeah. It might be a perfect word. I don't know. Might be a perfect word. Here, here we go. Listen. So, so Raul yeah. Monesi left a. Uh, our yes. boy Raul left one. Did, are you, did you see it? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it right. You want to read it? Or you want to read it? No, go, you go for it. I always read it. You, read I mean, it. you can do it if you want to do it. I'll no, do it go, I no, go. I don't want to read it. Okay. Well, he gave it a four out of five, which which he's probably a Deftones fan because this is not a four out of five beer. Uh, he says sometimes <laughs> life is this thing, like it's only that a being that is just there. Sometimes it's you, but this one is there. Yeah, maybe a bit there. Nothing special, but something. Is there really something to believe in? I'm out. <laughs> so that was that was the most cryptic <laughs> we've ever read, Raul. That was the most. That I mean, just nothing was said in that review. And, nothing was said. It's just words. And I'm gonna it's give I'm gonna give Raul so much credit right now because that truly is like word vomit. There's there's a lot of kind of ethereal things going on but really there's there's nothing going on which matches a lot of the lyrics uh, that we will talk about later on with chino no so, no 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 that's fine well okay yeah. okay lyrics lyrics they're not great i'll say no they're not great they're, they're not musically they're not bad they're band. not good they're just they're fucking just they're just words they're placeholders yeah. for noise correct 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 so I think that's what Raul was doing there. Maybe Raul was such a big fan of Deftones that he actually he did this purposely, purposefully, purposefully. 
Purpose for that. And for that, we thank you. Yes. Um, what? So what did you give it? Did you give it, what was your rating? Oh, I give this, um, I give it a 175. Like, 175, okay, you cuck. Like, like if I was at a bar and they had it, I, I wouldn't get it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we had it at, at, at Vera's, the pizza place. We had Phantom Bride for a while, and people liked it. And every time I poured it, I, I would always ask people, oh, like, do you like Deftones? Actually, I would say, do you like the Deftones? Just and not one fucking person said yes, and that kind of bothered me because I was just ready to fight. <laughs> You're really <laughs> trying to poke at people. Yes, Good dick. <laughs> That's why I said, do you, "Oh, oh, oh, do you like the Deftones?" <laughs> not one fucking person said yes. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> All right, my my fans of Bride. Um, this is something I've always gone back to since it came out. I think it's a good IPA, um, but it's definitely not the best and. I'm just going to give this a two point two out of three. Two out of three. Because I do go back to it, but I don't think it's the greatest IPA ever made. It's not It's not like a, a Deschutes or anything like that. But it's good. It's good stuff. I would buy it again, and I probably will buy it again. Well, I but, can t- tell you this much right now. I will probably never buy this again because we will never do Deftones again on the podcast. Well, you can still buy the beer. Nope. That you could do. That you could do. Uh, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to uh, to the vinyl stuff. So stuff that we picked up, stuff that we're getting rid of, uh, or just stuff that we, we ended up listening to a lot this week and liking, or listening to this week and liking a lot. There you go. Pod talking's hard. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's start with you. What do you got, Jeff? Go. I actually don't have a lot this week because of two things. One, um, this week has been full of, of bullshit Deftones listened through. And two is I've been purging a lot of my collection for or in anticipation of this record show that we're putting on this Saturday. Yes. And I've just been going through and just pulling out records like crazy. Bada bing, bada boom, bingo, bango, bongo, just everything, pulling them out. <laughs> I mean, I had like, I had, I think, five Jethro albums. I had five Kansas albums, fucking five Je- Jeff Beck albums. So I pulled out. Like for like for for instance for Jeff Beck I know I like Wired I know it's fucking great I love it his first album I love it everything else I pulled out and what I what I've been doing is I'm just listening to side A if side A doesn't like grab me and be like holy fuck this is really good it's gone it's gone <laughs> I don't even That's go fair. to side B I just I I purge it it's gone so so it's been kind of fun going back and listening to things that are good like Black Oak Arkansas I forgot about this band I had three of their albums yeah yeah. And I purged all but one, and that one is really fucking good. And this is a band that that will probably never get the recognition they 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 deserve. I think I purged mine. I'm pretty sure I purged my one copy that I got. But as, I, I mean, as far as it's good, but I I would never go back to it. I mean, it's really good. It's some it's solid good, yeah. solid blues rock. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. really good. That's fine. Um, but I purged. I pulled. I pulled. I purged all of my Fogarty records. All my I have like four of them. So I purged Oof. all but one. I kept the Lone Rangers or the Blue Rangers. <laughs> the Lone <laughs> Rangers. I kept I kept Blue Rangers, which is fucking fantastic. The it rivals some CCR stuff. It's so good. Definitely rivals Mardi Gras. Oh, and Pendulum and Pendulum's good. Get the fuck mm. out of here. That's fine. Are but you yeah, gonna so purge far, Pendulum? I, no. Oh, so you like that record? Well, it has got good songs on. I can't. No, I'm not purge it. I, I kept all CCR, including live stuffs, and then I kept uh, a Tom Fogarty album that's got a bunch, a slew of, of guest musicians on it. That's really good. 
But otherwise, right. I've, I've, I think I'm at like 60 to 70 purges right now. Most of it, again, is just like none of it's really stuff that you would be interested in. It is just that type of stuff. No, I get it. I totally get it. Four Jeff Beck albums, three Jethro's, four Electric Light Orchestras, which are still really good. Like I like <laughs> it. They're good albums, but much like when I purge Zeppelin, which I'm pretty damn sure I'm going to purge Presence, Coda, In Through the Outdoor, and Physical Graffiti I'm still on the fence about. But like the other ones, I just don't see a scenario where I bring myself to listen to Presence over their first four or Houses of the Holy or... <laughs> The song remains the same, or how the West was won. I just, it just, there's no fucking way. Okay, all right. And I know I can you, sell them and get like ninety dollars for them. You also have a tendency of of getting obsessed with certain bands and then getting a bunch of their records. Yeah, because it's easy and cheap. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I know I can sell them. And, did you end up? Did you end up uh, purging a lot of those Rolling Stones? I, I mean, I did that the first big purge. The first purge, right? Yeah. Because I had, I had every Rolling Stones album up until either Tattoo You or Some Girls, whichever one came later. Mm-hmm. But every single one since their first album. And I had like decent original pressings in decent condition, too. <laughs> and then I got I got rid of all of them. And then the song on me made You got all of them? You got rid of all of them? No, not all of them. All, all, so oh. I, I, got, I got rid of half of them, for sure. Half of them. Oh, okay, okay. I'd be Adam. fucking surprised had you gotten no, rid of all of them. Holy shit. Know. That's a silly boy talk. I mean, I but would my records none of the records were really that great. But Okay, continue. You're Sorry. fucking insane. You liked Her Majesty's Secret Service? Yeah, I know, I did. That was the only one that I would keep if I had it. But I never see it for that, cheap. Never well, you're never going to see it for cheap. I, I, yeah. We got a, a, a fucked up scratch copy in the record store and it's still worth $18. God, that's insane. It's it's, just, it's it's that cover. It's that lenticular cover. If you can if yeah. you can find one that doesn't have the lenticular cover, it's a lot cheaper. Like Sloan bought a cheap one for like fifteen dollars. Doesn't have the lenticular cover, and the record itself is in like great condition. But that's that cover that makes it pricey. And how many times does he listen to it? Oh, none. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Together. God, that was so oh, good. Boy. It's a good album. So yeah, record. so yeah, I don't have a lot because I've been I've been going through through uh, purges and listening to those. I went through a lot. It was fun. I mean, for the most part, I was like, oh yeah, I, I remember when I bought this. And then some stuff like like this band called the uh, Aztec Two Step. I've been like, what the fuck is that, dude? I just been like adamant about yeah. I remember when I got this. I loved it. Like nobody else has heard of this. And I fucking loved it. And so like it it has it has survived two big purges. <laughs> and I put I threw it on. I said, like, "What the fuck is this? This is this is plain old people. This is boring. What is it? What is it? It's though? just I've... it's just like folk music, but it's 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 kind of like in the same vein of of like psychedelic folk music from the sixties and early seventies, but okay. it's not good. You probably got it very early on, and we were still very excited at that point. Yeah, that's what it was for sure. Pretty much any. I feel like when we first started, like first six months of this, you know, we anything we hadn't heard of, we would pretty much not." automatically like but we were much more open to liking new shit especially if we did not if we had never heard of the band yeah absolutely and i i like again i I say it often but i like where my 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 collection is at i think if i filled up all of my bins i have about 1200 spaces for records Hmm. and i feel with with proper curating like that's a lot of records and that's that is 
Like I don't need more than that. No, you're right. You're Just right. Don't. That's a that's a good amount. It's a very good amount. I have about seven hundred right now. And I think I'm pretty. I think I'm gonna max out at like eight hundred. I really do. But just I don't know how thousand. much I want to purge. What? Just give it a thousand. They get a nice, nice number like that. I guess I, I could. I probably. I think a thousand. Won't. I think a thousand is a good solid number because you're you're getting to the point now where your collection is worth tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to like if you cap it at five hundred or, I mean, eight hundred still uh, in the upper realm of that. But at least now your collection with a thousand records is worth like quite a bit of money. So if you you're died, right, you're right. if you're in a pinch, if you need money, like you can sell a thousand records. And people, I don't know, a thousand is just a really good number. It's a good number. It is. I agree. Sell the it's whole not just stock. Like a hobby. It's a decent investment. Like Port of Sounds sold their entire stock. Yeah, to records. Did so we fine, even probably. talk? Did we even talk about that on the pod? I don't think so. Although, well, okay, let, let's let's touch upon this real quick. Port of Sound Records is a very popular record store here in Southern California. It's in Costa Mesa, right near the beach, but they primarily sell new records. They don't, their use selection is fucking small. And you've been there, so you've seen how many records they have. Like, it's packed. I mean, it's organized really well, but it's it's, fucking packed. But they have a lot of records and they're all new, so they're all full price for the most part. So last week, they posted on their socials that somebody, somebody had come in and bought their entire all their every fucking record and so there was speculation on who it was and they were kind of giving hints and then pretty much this a couple couple days ago they came out and said that if if you feel like you missed out on any of the records we had in the store just go check out uh record safari or glass house they'll have it so the guy the guy who runs those two record stores fucking came in and bought every single one of those records i couldn't believe it <laughs> so many i i can't even imagine how much money he spent on that shit we got to think like like at that point he's not paying retail so if the records you know he's probably getting a a bulk discount of of i don't know maybe 30% off 40% off even he's paying half of what the records are worth and then he's yeah. going to charge a premium on them anyway so the records worth 100 he'll pay 70 but then he'll charge 120 because of where he's located in LA but then i just don't see Maybe because he is in LA, or Record Safari is in LA. It's, there's a lot of shit at Port of Sound. Like, a, like they would have like ten copies of like a of some obscure TV soundtrack. You know, like their soundtrack selection was huge, and it was just junk. Like they had a lot of junk. So I don't know how the records this guy from Record Safari is going to be able to sell all that. If Port, if it's been at Port of Sound for years now, I don't know how he's going to sell it. It's weird, but I mean, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know how many followers Porta Sound has on their Instagram. If they have, oh, they have an Instagram, but they Records Fire's yeah. got twenty thousand. I mean, it's you post something on on Porta Sound for five dollars week after week, and nobody buys it. Then you post on Records Safari for twenty dollars, and then it's gone within the hour. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we don't run records, so we don't know how it works. Not yet. Not yet, okay. Not yet. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Oh god, don't I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> what else uh what, what else you got? Yeah, so well not what else. The first thing that I have here okay, yes, is yes. uh is your boys corns. Corns. Corns is uh, uh follow corn. the leaders. <laughs> okay. Following the leaders. This is their third album, ninety eight. When we did corn in the pod, I ranked this I ranked this really low, like bottom five corn. 
because I, I went back and listened to why I hated it so much. And I think <laughs> I think it was just because of of corn burnout. And I don't yeah, remember, yeah. but I think this may have been one of those times when I went backwards in the discography. Because, Bad idea. yeah, oh yeah, because some of the, the 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 complaints that I had with this, I was like, well, that's not entirely like valid. So so I I think I was just kind of upset. Um, whatever the case may be, you were very upset how low I ranked this. Like you were very very bothered by it. I was so surprised. Couldn't yeah, believe you it. were just well, you were you were you were upset. Like I I you're 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 mad. You were mad. <laughs> I'm always um, I'm always fucking mad at you. But this Say is this is like shit. a this is like a more lighthearted corn's corn. Like like the idea yeah. is still there, but this one's it's 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 less serious and more camp and uh it's fun. fun. It makes it it makes it fun. But then they still have all, the, all like the fun parts of of like corn's corn and um, mm-hmm. that's cool. And I didn't realize or, or didn't we didn't talk about it, but Slim Kid 3 is featured on one of the tracks here? Yes. How what the fuck? What this we guy, did talk what, about what? it. We did talk about it, but that's fine. We never did corns yes, follow did. leaders. We did corns follow the leader on on a on a lost episode. Uh, and we I also remember, yes, lost we did. episode also means they are lost in my mind. I do not remember them. <laughs> I don't remember anything about them. So. We we did follow the leader on the pod, and you hated it. You did. It sucks, but know. you know it's the way she goes. It's 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 solid though. It is it is pretty. I mean, as far as like corns stuff is concerned, it's solid. <sighs> I mean, it has got the life on it. How did you How did you feel listening to Got the Life? The way I always do when I listen to Got the Life, which I still put it on on various like like playlists and stuff. But I feel the same. I feel stupid and I smile because <laughs> I can just imagine you like bobbing your head and smiling. It I fucking do. irritates me. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love that. I mean, it's the greatest song ever made. I can't even like pay attention to the song because I just I can just picture your fucking face and just how much you enjoy it and irritates me. <laughs> I still probably listen to that song like every day, almost every day. That's uh, I, I just I never I've never got t- gotten tired of that song ever. That's something, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome, man. What about Freak on a Leash? I mean, did you love that too? Did, did, you, did. did you love the scatting part? It was good. I like the yeah. scatting part. Or this fucking I mean, stupid. There's there's, there's three songs. No, there's four songs on that record where he scats. Not like four. on Freak on a Leash though. Uh, on the song "Seed," he kind of he kind of does it. He kind of does it like um like "Freak on a Leash." Like "Freak that, on a Leash," the music stops and it's just like okay, now it's time for the solo. <laughs> and you think like they're gonna solo, and then it's just Jonathan Davis doing his thing. <laughs> it's so good though. And then when he and then when he screams "Go," and then it drops into that heavy go. part. Oh my god! So right. good. And then the Fred Durst song "All in the Family," terrible song. That was, terrible. That was song, good because. It. Because these guys are like friends and they're dissing each other, and one's talking about like, like his fucked up mouth or something. What does he say to yeah. him? He's, he's, you're, 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 like you have meth mouth or your mouth's all fucked up. <laughs> Wait, what does he say now? <laughs> and, then, and then he comes back talking right like how he's a hill, inbred hillbilly. <laughs> yeah, he goes yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's funny. Stupid. It's good. Jonathan it's good. Davis did an interview a couple of years ago, and he said the one, the only song he ever regrets making. Is that song is all in the what? Family. What? Yeah. That's the song he regrets yeah. making. He said that's the song because he said like it was. He said it was fun making it, but he says he wishes they never released it because he was. They were just so out of their mind on drugs and booze. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's. it's I mean, Corn's done a lot of bad music, and I'm surprised like that's the song he regrets that's the making. Song. Yep. I mean, what's the, the, the serenity of suffering? Choose any that's song good on that album. 
and that's the one he should be he should regret making. <laughs> that's a good record. Get the fuck out of here. That's the one I bought for you that that was bootleg, right? No, you got you got me uh see you on the other side. Ah, that right. bootleg. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Okay. So then what else yeah. you got? Uh cake. Cakes. Cake's fashion, fashion nugget. nugget. And and Cake is a band that we did in the pod. This is uh this is their second album and we did this one on the pod. Yeah, like uh maybe six months ago. Yeah, this was a new format stuff. And yeah. and Cake's a band that, that I've never liked or disliked. I just have no opinion about them except for their their two biggest hits. And I I think they're cool songs. I like them. But then when we did them on the pod, I realized like first of all, like the fucking the way the dude sings is is really cool because he he just he's offbeat all the time and it's purposeful. It flows so nicely. And then their mm-hmm. bass player is just absolutely fucking unreal. He is so fantastic at just playing with the song, jamming out and just throwing a lot of cool notes in there. And I really like this album. It wasn't my favorite. I think it was like my second or third fav- favorite Cakes. But it's, like, it's really good. And I'm still really impressed by this band because I just cannot believe that I've been sleeping on Cake for so long. And again, <laughs> dude, the bass playing is just absolutely fucking bonkers. It's so yeah. goddamn good. They're a really, really good underrated band. It's a shame. But I mean, the, the songs that they do, the popular songs are very popular. So it's not like they were a one-hit wonder or anything like that, but they they definitely do deserve more credit. I, I think so too. I think so too, and I can't wait till they release uh, "Comfort Eagle." Is the one was my favorite. Yeah, that's the one I want because I, I never I ne- didn't end up picking up "Fashion Nugget." I just want "Comfort Eagle." That's all I need. Like if I can persuade you to buy "Fashion Nugget," at least if nothing else, with a good system, it sounds fantastic that good well it's so it bass sounds heavy. so good and the bass isn't just like thrown in the front right it's 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 nuanced enough to where everybody is really really getting their own time to shine mm-hmm. but the bass just sounds so rich so thick so i'm sure it does sound great i i don't i, I believe you but believe that i don't know <sighs> if it was if it was like 15 bucks i'd get it but i, I just when the fuck do you see new records for 15 dollars you know, on uh, you discover SRC oh, Amazon during, yeah, during during fucking Black Friday deals. Yeah, we could type in three different codes to get thirty percent off. Yeah, records. well, of course. I don't. Always, I don't want to spend thirty bucks for fashion nugget. Thirty bucks. It was like twenty two dollars. Oh, was that cheap? Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe. A, uh, Maybe, maybe I'd get it if I found it for twenty two. It's good, dude. It's got. I mean, it obviously, it's got like the big hit, but then it's also got the cover of "I Will Survive." Which right, is a good cover, yeah, fantastic cover. cover. And again, the bass, it comes through. Sounds I, great. I know. I remember. You don't remember. I do you remember. remember. You would have bought it. You don't remember. Well, maybe I'll buy. I'm it. telling you what you do and you don't remember. You don't remember. Do you remember? Uh, I'll probably buy it. I'll probably. It was buy like it. I'm just saying. Remember at this point. All right. Okay. So, so what else you got? So this was this was a weird one. So in, in in some of my Spotify weeklies, this this group popped up, Adam and the Ants. This uh yeah, yeah. this like eighties new wave thing. And like it was good. It was really, really good. Was it? I was like, okay. It's like, okay. This is this might be a fluke. And so then I saw this album, Kings of the Wild Frontier. This is their first album or second album? First or second album. I think it's their second album. And it was at Grace for $3. The jacket was a little beat up, 
but I was like, okay, cool, I'll pick it up because it's fucking three dollars. And I remember this one song that I liked by this band that was really good. Mm-hmm. So I threw it on, and this is fucking fantastic. This is this is truly, truly amazing. And I, I can't. It's hard for me to like compare what this sounds like because honestly, I've never heard anything that sounds like this in its entirety. Is it more new wave or is it more punk? It's it's yeah, both. What do you mean both? <laughs> It's fucking weird, honestly. So it's like Devo. He's, yeah, but it's not. Or Oingo Boingo. It's, it's not as it's not as structured as Devo. Okay. And, and kind of not as structured as Oingo Boingo. The only reason why Oingo Boingo seems unstructured is because they use a lot of verb and a lot of like, kind of like like laughter and, and and weird nuance to the songs. Yeah. Like this one, the guy's fucking yelling sometimes. He whispers. He yodels. He kind of he does all these weird like things with his voice. But he yells like a lot. And then they have some of these really, really catchy melodies. They have these crazy heavy bass lines. But overall, this is very, very quirky stuff. And again, like, I don't know. I can't think of another band that sounds just like Adam and the Ants. Like, those two, like, Oingo Boingo in spirit kind of is reminiscent of this. But this was just, this was bizarre. But I had my, a lot of fun with it. I liked my it. My parents used to talk about, they used to listen to Adam Ant and Oingo Boingo a lot. But I never, I never got into it. It's not bad, but I don't know. It just wasn't for me. You should, you At least from what I remember, it. it's been a long time. But you should get back into it. Give it another shot. Listen to them. And this is this is late seventies stuff. So I mean, there are there are like punk rock tracks on this album. There are some of that like post punk early stuff on this album. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, yeah, I would, I would. I mean, I put it in my soft rock section, which includes a lot of like new wave and things. Mm-hmm. So that's where I I put it in, but I probably would classify this as like new wave, in general. All right, I'll give it a listen. I'm I'm always down to listen to new music, because I have a very open mind, unlike you. So yeah, well, yeah. We'll hear your fucking weekly picks of the week. It's just Corn and then Jonathan Davis solo <laughs> album and then Gino Moreno's solo album. Uh, I do I do have Jonathan Davis's solo record. I do have that. Of course you do. It's a great record. It's a really good record. Oh, my God. I'm sure it's fantastic. It is. That's why I said it's really good. What's uh, this quick, quick fun fact that's actually irritating? But uh, Malcolm McLaren, (laughs) right? He uh, Mm -hmm. there. He he essentially like split Adam, Adam and the Ants apart and then took like half of the people and they formed Bow Wow Wow, that band. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, this this guy again, Malcolm McLaren over here. Oh, he he was a sex he was the head of the Sex Pistols, really, right? No, yeah, he he, yeah. he created the Sex Pistols. Yeah, he managed New York Dolls. This guy was um, the creator of punk, essentially. It's 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 funny because like you want to call him a poser, but in actuality, anyone that like followed him was the poser. <laughs> so, <laughs> sex Pistols. Were that's posers. true. That's true. Oh man. Okay. So speaking of, I'm just gonna bring it up real quick because I I we definitely have to do this band on the podcast soon. Uh, I discovered a band called death. So not the band, not the metal band death, like the thrash metal band death, but there's a, there's a punk band from Detroit from like the mid seventies whose album came out a year before the Ramones album came out. It came out before everything. And it's, it's straightforward punk and it's really fucking good. And there's so little known about this band and the history of the band that the little that's kind of known about it is, I think it's pretty interesting and cool. But yeah, th- this shit predates punk as, you know, everybody knows it. They're really cool, so we're going to have to do them soon. Death from Detroit, How, Michigan. Great stuff. 
So anyway, so like continue. what 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 year was your was your first album? Was, 70, it was still in the seventies. Okay. I think it was like late seventy five, maybe early seventy six. I was gonna but say was, because we just we just did MC five and talked about how fucking MC five essentially created punk music. So if this was before that, then no. we'd be sitting with egg all over our face. So at but, least we're still correct in our timeline. But with like, because MC five still had that like kind of psychedelic kind of uh, hard rock kind of thing going with it. But this band Death, they're they're straight up like they're like almost hardcore punk, like like early 80s hardcore punk it's crazy like i never i i'd never heard of this band but i came across them by accident on tiktok of all places on fucking tiktok came across this band and so you saw tiktok uh, oh yeah I fucking love tiktok dude you're such a <laughs> butt wife oh my god I had Tyler to keep something. Spent, Tyler just spent 20 minutes on his fucking high horse telling me how he deleted all his social I media I wasn't on cards. my high horse. I and mentioned he it. He still goes on TikTok constantly. I mentioned it, and then you got all uh, you got all fussy about it, that I deleted my Instagram and Facebook. Shelly boys. But, you know, I got to gotta keep something. So I gotta, I keep, I've kept Twitter and, um, and uh, the talks. fucking TikTok, yeah. That's all that matters. Okay. TikTok is great. I don't give a fuck. It's a lot of All fun. Right. Great stuff on there. But anyway, so what else you got? Uh, that's it. That's it. That's it for uh, for my my stuff of the week, except for my uh, my pick of the week. My pick of the week is Mill and Colin. Again. Ooh, a um, kind is, of uh, run of the mill punk band. But okay, this is oh, that's 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 not true. Um, mill and Colin, <laughs> Four Monkeys. This is their second album, '97. This was just repressed because it was like their 25th anniversary. Yeah. And I, I fucking jumped on it because this is a fantastic album and I love Mill and Colin. I think they're I think they're great. They're not run of the mill. This is I mean, yeah, they have songs that are straight up punk rock from this era, but they do the skate punk thing fucking fantastic. They do pop punk really, really well. They do ska punk really, really well. And all while it's just it's all melodic, fast, it's fun. This band is like this band's fucking cool. They're a good band. They're really, I, really good. Yeah. They're they are like good. everything they do. Up until a certain year, everything they did was was just like, God damn, this is really good. But yeah, they don't they don't get enough recognition and it bothers me. But fucking no effects can release chud yeah. after chud. Bad well, religion okay, four years of chud and and all these fucking relax with your no over and over. Like, there's really only been maybe two, three bad no effects records. Everything else but has been. been Good but there's been great. like eight records of no effects that are just the same old, same old. But it's still fucking good. Yeah, this is the entire career of this band is still, oh, but it's still fucking good. That's just, that's <laughs> what the, that's what Mill and Collins should be called. It's still fucking good. Still fucking good. Yeah, honestly, I've never listened to listened listened to an entire Mill and Collins record. I've only heard songs here and there throughout the years, but never a whole record. Maybe the one it's before this, Life on a Plate. That's my my favorite one. And that's okay. uh, that was the first one I bought on the vinyls, and I brought I brought one of the songs to the pod a long time ago, and even then you were like, "Yeah, this is just this is fine." So <laughs> I'll probably so still feel time, the same way. But this knows. time I brought another one. I just I fucking love this song so much. It is just it has everything that I love about this era of music. Okay, everything. so he, what? Everything. Everything. So here's a here's a little bit of the song "Monkey Boogie" from the Millen Collins. <laughs> Money and for the fame. I spend my granny 
There you go, Monkey Boogie from Millen Collin. That's a good song. It's very, uh, what am I trying to, like, it's very Nickelodeon sounding. It's good, though. It's fun. It's a ton of fun. <laughs> it's good, good, lighthearted ska music. That's what it is. Or that song is. It reminded me a lot of, uh, of, of stuff from, like, Destruction by Definition. Some of, like, the more, oh, yeah. Kind of, like, a, like, like, uh, I don't know, aggressively ska songs right <laughs> but it's way way poppier than anything suicide machines did at least on that oh, except for record. islands oh that song is so fucking good <laughs> it's a song i always forget about but when i hear it i, I just like why the fuck don't i listen to the song more it's fantastic i i uh i don't know i really like i really like melon Colin. they're 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 solid they're really they're good. good you really they're should good. listen to this album four monkeys there's there's I feel like this is their best representation of all of their genres that they do really well. Like the next one that came out, that's the one that has no cigar in it. Yeah, that's a great. And that's song. one that's like their probably their biggest song, their most popular. But Four Monkeys, they have they have like hardcore songs on here or like uh, mm-hmm. uh like melodic hardcore stuffs. And they have a lot of punk rock songs, some pop punk, some ska punk. They do everything very, very well on this album. So if you're listening to any of them, listen to this one. Listen to this one. Okay. Yeah. All right, maybe maybe I will. I have a lot of time to listen to music right now, so that is good. Like right now, right now. Well, I mean, yeah, I do. Like the I, second. Well, not right the now? second, but during oh. the week when we're not potting, I have a lot of time to listen the to music. And podcasts. I'll remind you at some point this week. Okay, you better. But you'll probably. And the it, so that's okay. And the album's called Four Monkeys. F O R Monkeys. And there's four people in the band, so it could also be four <laughs> monkeys. It's kind of funny, right? It's good. It's clever. It's a little clever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that, is that all you got for the vinyls? That's it. Okay. Uh, so once again, this is a this is going to be a short one for me. Did not have a lot of time. A lot of Deftones to listen to this week. So. Uh, just yeah, I just didn't have a lot of time to listen to vinyl, but um, I'm going to go with this album. This this actually this album came from that that giant purchase that I got last last year with a lot of the expensive records or whatever um this is one that i didn't actually end up listening to when i got it i just like okay i've heard this band before i'm just gonna sell it and uh it's the band darkest hour so they're like a hardcore metalcore kind of band from the early 2000s to i think they still put out new records now but they've always just been their music's been good but it's never been anything that i've ever really you know has been sought after, you know, 
Um, wait, did I say that right? I don't know. Anyway, but somewhat. Yeah. So yeah, darkest hour. Never listened to this one. I, I spun it this week, or last week, I should say, and it's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good record. Like, I'm gonna. I, I'm definitely gonna keep this one. I mean, it only goes for like thirty bucks online, but it's been on my Discogs for like two months now. Not a single bite. So I'm probably gonna keep it. This is actually a, there's some pretty good aggressive songs on here. Some of it is like cheesy metalcore at times, but uh, but no, it's pretty solid. So this is the record I'm I'm referring to is called The Human Romance. Uh, this is their seventh record from February 2011. So they put out a lot of records in a very short amount of time. I think the first one came out in 2003. So seven records in eight years. That's a fucking lot. So yeah. Um, but you've heard this band, right? Yeah, so like Renee likes his band a lot. Okay. And then I had one of their albums in high school. Don't know how I got it, why I had it. But some of the songs from that album, like right like senior year of high school, are are like still on playlist today. Like on my hardcore really metalcore playlist. Yeah. So I like I, I'm not like new to this to this sound, but um I mean I don't think I'd ever buy anything from them because <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like that diverse. It's it's not, but I mean, at this point, this record's free, so I mean, I'm, I I'm gonna no, keep I, it. I agree. I'm gonna keep it until somebody wants to buy it, then I'll sell it. But I'm just gonna keep it for the meantime, and listen to it a few more times. Maybe I'll pur- I mean, I'll probably just end up purging it in the end. But yeah, this is I it's think, good. I think good you should be core. keeping. I think you should be keeping everything until your collection is at max capacity. And then do one big, humongous, giant purge and make a fuck ton of money and use that money to go buy a bunch of stuff that's way too expensive, but you don't feel bad for doing it. Like dogs eating dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you like purge things here and there slowly, like that 30 bucks that you make, you're not going to like set that aside and buy dogs with it. You're just going to forget about it. Like if you just keep everything, wait till your your collection fills up to capacity and then purge like, you know, 50 to 100 records and you just make three, four, five, six hundred dollars, then yeah, you'll buy dogs. (laughs) I, yeah, you're right. I mean, I do have, I think I have about right now, I think I have about 150, 200, no, I think I have like 200 records right now that need to be purged. But eBay, you know, it's eBay is eBay. So they only allow me to sell 10 items a, or 10 listings a month. So it's really slow. So I think at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through all the shit that I've never listened to and just talk about that on the pod. Unless, unless obviously I get something new or I, when I go to the record store, I buy something new, but, um, yeah, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to go through all this shit that I got from that, from that lot last year. And I'm just going to listen to every single one of them and probably hate most of it. Cause some of the things I have listened to have been really bad, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no darkest hour, man, this, this album is solid. I'll keep it for now. And, uh, I'll just play, I'll play this song right here. It's uh, it's called, your everything your everyday disaster that's what it's called so here it is from darkest hour Yeah. 
there you have it. Darkest Hour and their song, Your Everyday Disaster. Pretty aggressive song. I, I It's a fast, good, like, hardcore song with a pretty solid guitar solo, too. So I think it's good. I enjoy it. So yeah, if you don't, solid. that sucks. It's good stuff. This is, this is something that I would keep in my collection until I'm ready to purge, but then I would purge it. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Like you said, I, I'll probably get to 1,000 records in my collection and then do a massive purge again. Because, I mean, the last time I purged, I got rid of like 120 records, something like that. So, And I've, I've pretty much filled up that 120 records since, or almost filled that up. Filled that back up, I should say. Yeah. But. No, and honestly, like, like, I don't know, at least for me, and I feel it's probably the same, but like half of the fun of this is just getting out there, looking at yeah, shit, yeah. finding stuff. Even if it sucks, like buy it. Like, oh, this is not as good as I remember by being and selling it. Yeah, I agree. It's fun going through the the bargain bins too, and just seeing something with a cool cover and it it, it being like two or three bucks. And you're like, oh, I'll just I'll take the chance. And sometimes yeah. it fucking pays off. I found some, we found some amazing shit just based yeah. off of the cover like that. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's my that's my pick of the week. I'm gonna listen to a lot more of those records this week. So. Because I know for me, the last few, several weeks have been kind of lackluster. I haven't listened to a ton of new stuff on vinyl, but it's good. it'll change this week. It'll change this week. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to uh, some new music, other happenings in the music world. Uh, let's see here. The first thing, we'll start with some new albums that came out. And uh, Jack White put out a new record called Entering Heaven Alive. Did you listen to this one yet? Yeah. What do you think of it? So, so... But- in no way, shape, or form is bad, um, but like I wasn't expecting this to be like very folky, very very that based. So I'll need to give yeah. it another listen. But um, I think coming off his other one, I was expecting just so much more, and that's not fair to the album. Mm-hmm. So like right now, I mean, I'm I will in no way, shape, or form as of now be buying this on the vinyls. But I do <laughs> want to listen to it again because. I, I went into this with a different mindset. That's fair. I feel the same way because his last record was just so fucking good. I mean, it was, it, it might, it's going to be definitely a top five record of the year, like without a fucking doubt. But yeah. this record, yeah, I gotta, I gotta hear, I gotta listen to it again. Cause I was kind of bored listening to it. I just, I don't know why I was expecting another, another like heavier record because that's just not how he is. And that, or that's how like most bands are. But yeah, just forgettable. Honestly, at this point, this album's forgettable. So I have no desire to get this on vinyl. But I'll give I, it one more like, listen and then make my final, my yeah, final decision. Exactly. It's not fair. It's not fair to the album. True. 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 Come on, man. So this next thing here is actually a split between band the Su- the band the Suicide Machines and a band called uh, Coquettish. I've never heard of them. Uh, it's called the split is called Gabo Gami. Gabo Gomi, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think each band, each band has five songs on on the on the record. I haven't listened to it yet uh, because I literally just found out about it today. But it came out on Friday. You probably didn't have a chance to listen to it, right? We've already listened to to several of their songs, though. Yeah, I've, we've heard four, two of the songs. Yeah, we've only four songs on this, and this is the thing that was leading up to the uh, the vinyl that I was I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's because they've they've already been selling pre-orders for this vinyl and, and um, I don't know. I wanted to buy it, but 
Yeah, but for Split, they're fine. Yeah, they they weren't bad, but they weren't anything. I mean, Revolution Spring was a really good record. Their last record was fucking excellent, but it doesn't have that same kind of charisma and and excitement as as that album does. Or these songs don't have that same feeling. <laughs> I know they're playing in August sometime in in Colorado with No Effects and Pennywise. Oh. I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's like a a, a festival or if it's just like a one off show. I would assume it's probably a festival because No Effects and Pennywise aren't going to play the same show. Whereas Pennywise is not headlining, and No Effects <laughs> is obviously going to headline. But goddamn, No Effects, Pennywise, and Suicide Machines all in the same show. Mm. That is a killer show. Mm, mm, mm. Fucking killer show. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so moving on to some new songs that have come out this week. Slipknot put out a brand new song called "The Dying Song," time to sing. Uh, this is going to going to be off of their new record called "The End." So far, that comes out September thirtieth. I pre-ordered it. Uh, I pre-ordered the the pink vinyl, so I think that just sold out like a day or two ago. I don't. Did you pre-order this or no? You just gonna kind of wait. I don't. I don't think I did. I I actually totally forgot to listen to the song too. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So the, the song. Pre-ordered that pink vinyl though. Yeah, the pink vinyl is pretty cool, man. Pretty, right now, they they just put up their the white variant. So it. What's weird is like a lot of times bands will just put out like everything of that first pressing they'll put out like all the different variants all at once but slipknot seem to be doing it differently they're putting them out one by one and not all at once which is i i kind of like that i really do um so they i think yesterday they just put out the white variant so you could pre-order the white variant which just looks really nice too looks really cool but uh the song starts off really bad it's just him <laughs> like melodic vocals and i just thought dude this is stone sour this is stone sour and then like six seven seconds everything comes in and it's a faster song it's the song is actually pretty damn good but yeah the first six or seven seconds man it's just like i just was like dude no not this This is stupid (laughs) but whatever it's good but if you're gonna if you're gonna buy the vinyl i'm sure you're not gonna listen to this song right no well i mean to be fair I'm, i'm gonna buy the vinyl and if it's not being clamored over or whatever i'm gonna cancel my order but I'm, I'm buying it just in case i want to scalp it so oh, well that's fine yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm just being honest here that's uh well yeah you can be honest but you can still be stupid can't be honest <laughs> or not why well, if it's good i'll keep it okay all right all right did you pre-order that uh or did you pre- yeah did you pre-order the uh, all hope is gone vinyl from amazon that i sent you yeah oh you did yeah fucking shit look at you the, uh, the orange color right yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. you actually proved that. I did because you said it popped back up real quick, which means it went away at some point. So if it, it popped back up, that means Oh, so you're just looking it. to resell it. Okay, this is fun. This well, is a fun I, there are two songs that that has one of my favorite Slipknot so- Slipknot songs, right? Dead Dead Memories, is that what it's called? Oh god, dude. Dead Memories. I think Sulfur yeah. was another one you really liked. I think I think Dead Memories may be my favorite Slipknot song. <laughs> that song is so dumb. That's like <laughs> That's like one of their worst songs. Dead Memory is one of their worst songs. Oh, and this Cold Black, too. That's another one. That's another one I like from that album. That's a good song. God, (laughs) Dead Memories, man. That song is so stupid. That's like so melodic, too. Like, that's everything you hate in in Corey Taylor's voice. That's everything you hate about his voice. God, that is so stupid. What's probably going to happen is you'll listen to that record again and then hear that song again, and you'll realize, what the fuck was I thinking? That's what's it's gonna possible. happen. That's exactly what's gonna happen. 
I'm, I'm not afraid to say that my taste changed. I'm not afraid to say that I'm, I'm, I'm an emotional person. If it's summer, I like an album. If it's winter, I like an album. I don't just pretend to like the same shitty album year after year after year. Okay. All right. You do like a lot of shitty albums, so, <laughs> so that's wrong. Uh, so the next thing here, Less Than Jake put out a new song called Fat Mike's On Drugs. Did you listen to this one? Probably not. I, li- I, I listened to the, to the song and I watched the video. Oh, okay. So you, you only half-assed your homework, but that's okay. Well, I, I doubled down on this one, so I'm, I'm even now. Did you watch the video of this one? <laughs> no, I did not watch the video. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, less than Jake. This is uh, this song was eh, it was stupid. It was it was typical ska ska punk. I was whatever. It wasn't bad. I mean, I I just uh, it's hard for me to love less than Jake anymore, just because source is close to us. Friend of the pod had some some oh, not yeah. nice right. stories to tell about less than Jake, and I have no reason to to disbelieve that person. So it kind of just like puts a bad taste in my mouth with them, but because. Hello Rock View and Losing Streak were such a huge part of like my young life. Like I can't I can't like turn my back on those things. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm in no and, and like Lesson Jake was one of them bands that I've never seen live that I've always wanted to see before I died. And I just don't care anymore. I I just don't want to give give them money. But like this this I, I have problems with this song completely unrelated to that. My problem with this song is one Fucking fat Mike, dude! Come on, like, yeah. like, like fat Mike, no effects. The, punk rock is old. Punk yeah, the rock gimmick is old is and it's tired. It's, it's it's steering young kids away from punk rock because all we see now, like the only the only people that are kind of like rocking out that are young is like Turnstile. Like they're the only True. ones I feel that are really like bringing the heat. We're like Fat Mike. We see the Mohawk and we see all that stuff. Like that's not cool anymore. Like turnstile is cool, wearing kind of like baggier clothes and and being like a normal person. You don't have to have a fucking mohawk to, to do punk rock. And True. so I think like the image that Fat Mike is kind of putting on is is very. And I've been I mean saying it for years. He's been pretty he's critical. A fucking of him. sellout. He's been he's a fucking sellout. He he. I mean no no like diss to him at all. He's built this brand. He's making a very very comfortable living off of this, and that's ultimately the goal, is to to I don't know get your own label. That's money under the table, right? Mm-hmm. As Fat yeah. Mike said in, in Theme from a No Effect song. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I just, I just, I, I, I can't stand the thought of, of punk rock is, is now either underground and, and nobody's making money off of it or it's Fat Mike. And this song is just fucking pathetic. Yeah, this song was, uh, it was, it was lame. It was really lame. I think I this like song is pathetic. I think it's, it's pathetic. <laughs> I feel like it's people like poke fun at like these like bands that know Fat Mike and no effects. They poke they poke fun at him because it, you know, I don't it even gives know. him more fame. Yeah, I but they they do it because they like him. It's not like it's a malicious thing. It's well, yeah. I'm just kind of on the tired. surface I, they like him. Yeah. On the surface, they're they're friends and and in the in the video. At the very end, there's like captions, and and they post it on their on their YouTube channels, saying like, "Oh, the Fat Mike's our friend. This is no disrespect. It's just funny because we joke around and stuff." Like, Dude, I don't fucking care. Like, why would you even say that? Yeah, why why even put that disclaimer? Good God! And then in the video, they mentioned the Bomb Pops, and they mentioned all these other bands that Fat Mike has helped and stuff. And it's like, man, this is so fucking cheesy. Yeah, it's it's lame. Ugh, but the song it's itself is fine. 
song itself is fine. The song itself is fine at best. Yeah, yeah. Lesson Jake, Hello Rockview and, and Losing Streak, some of the best ska punk music that has ever been written. Yeah, some really, fucking really fantastic. Stuff. Hello Rockview is a fucking crazy good album. It, it's so goddamn good. Yeah. But this is it pathetic. Is. Yeah, I mean, but this is also, what, 25 years later? That's what I'm saying. Like, why the <laughs> fuck is, the, why are we still, like, why is it still relevant? Because is there just no good punk bands nowadays? Or is it just because these guys have grown into giants? Have these, have these people grown into things that they've, 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 they've cried against for, for the decades prior? And I think it's, it's, they've, they've grown into become what they've always hated. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, to an extent. I, I, I don't, I don't think, besides this guy fucking Frank Turner, I don't think Fat oh, yeah. Mike... I don't think Fat Mike does enough to to prop up the underground punk community. Straight up, I think you're right. I don't. He signs a lot of the same kind of boring kind of punk rock to Fat Records. Outside of, I don't know. There's yeah, most of the bands on he, Fat Records. Why can't he sign fucking singer songwriters? Why can't he sign? Uh, I don't know, hip hop artists. Why can't he sign? He's R&B not into artists. It. Well, he's even he's even criticized more recently. He's criticized Epitaph for signing so many bands that aren't punk. But it's like, okay, I mean, it's fine if you don't want to expand your horizons, but you get very, it gets very boring hearing you spew the same things and and signing the same bands. I understand being kind of a purist, but it's still tiresome. Why, I don't why is there hear no it. fat wreck fest? You know what I mean? Like, why is there no, I know punk and drublick is kind of that, but punk and drublick focuses they have no effect headline. Like, come on, dude. True, true. Like, why is there no fat wreck fest where, yeah, okay, we can have no effects headline, but then let's put everybody else, like, let's put all the C team out there, the D team. Let's put all these people that fucking have no money, have never put out anything, and let's give them a chance. Let's make tickets five bucks. Like, no effects yeah, doesn't need the not, money. But that's also not not commercially viable. Like, you have to pay, you know, there's there's so many expenses involved in that. Doing a show for that cheap or even very cheap at all is not just not gonna happen. Fuck that. You know if it's you not. want to be a punker, fat Mike, if you want to be a punker, <laughs> fat Mike, the bottom line is fat Mike does not do enough to prop up the underground. Because he's punk a businessman. He doesn't give a f- he doesn't really care that much. He is a business Okay. Guy. He always has okay. been from the very beginning. So then I don't fault why, him for but, that, but it is it's, I mean, it's silly. It's it's silly. It's silly. It, it's silly that like like PTA at schools don't get paid, right? Parents don't get paid to do PTA at schools, but they still mm-hmm. do it because they want to see kids succeed. They want to see schools succeed. And you see a lot of PTA members with kids that don't even go to the school anymore, but they still volunteer because they, they, they believe in the school. Yeah, Here we have fucking yeah. Fat Mike who believed in the cause at some point. He did. He truly did. That's why he created Fat Records. We still only make money because you want to make a living. That's not fair. But also because he believed in the cause. I don't think he believes in the cause anymore. I think he's, the, he's, he's part of the problem at this point. So so are less than Jake. So are fucking be. bad religion. I, I think these these bands don't. I, I just straight up don't think these bands do enough to prop up the underground punk community. Well, Epitaph kind of does though, because like I said, Epitaph they do, does sign. They do others. by signing. Yeah, they do by signing other bands, which I like, because at least you're giving. There, there's nothing more punk than giving somebody a chance who everybody believes they don't deserve the chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I like. Agreed. Agreed. I hate Fat Mike even more because of the Lesson Jake song. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I did not think we were going to go on a fat Mike rant. On God, he just fucking irritates me. He he is irritating sometimes, definitely. Like, you're so cool, man. You've like drink pee for sexual pleasure. You're so edgy, bro. I mean, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> he do, it does seem like he tries a little hard at times. God. But I mean, honestly, No Effects have put out some fucking amazing records. So because they all they all they all stay within their lane. Yeah, I'm 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 just trying to bring it back to more positive, more positive thing before we before we wrap it up. Okay. But, <sighs> that mic is God. There's a, yeah, family, there we go. Now? Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. We should make that a fucking hashtag. Um, anyway, it probably already is. <laughs> I know, honestly, probably created by Fat Mike too. Um, <laughs> so, moving on to some other music news um, going on because that's about it for new music this week. But uh, it has kind of been leaked that the new Mars Volta record, which is supposedly going to be a self-titled record, is going to be coming out on September 16th. This was um, a leak found on Amazon, you know, because Mars Volta fans are crazy and they find all the coding for all these websites. And uh, and they, they revealed that pre-order has been scheduled to start very soon and the release date for this record is going to be on the 16th of September. So if that's true, that's very, very soon. And it's going to have 14 tracks from what it looks like, from what it says on the website, 14 tracks. And people have made the comment that if this is a single LP, which it seems like it's being promoted as a single LP, 14 tracks means it's only going to be about 45 minutes long, meaning that the average song length on this record is going to be about three minutes, three and a half minutes long. So people are, Mars Volta fans aren't very happy about that. They want long, drawn-out songs, not short, kind of poppy, straight-to-the-point songs. So, I don't know. That's the that's the Mars Volta news for uh, for today. So, but that's that's fine. I mean, I mean, yes, put out on on uh, close closer to the edge album. The first side is is five five tracks long, and they're all about three minutes. But mm-hmm. it's a sweet, right? It's a it's a five-parter. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't mean it's going to be two minute pop songs. True, that's a good point. But do you know what? Uh, do you know what is important about September sixteenth? Um, no. It is. Uh, it is Mexicans Independence Day. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. I guess that kind of. So that would be cool. That right. would. Yeah. That'd be very cool because yeah, Cedric is is Mexican or he's part. He's I think he's half Mexican. So but there they, you like, go. They, they embrace right their Mexican side very. And Puerto very Rico, often. Puerto Rico for sure. So I, I, I maybe like it, it's coinciding with that. That would be fucking dope. And maybe I don't know. Maybe the album has something to do with war or or, or revolutionary stuffs. I don't know. It could be. Very well, could be. But I'm excited for it regardless. I mean, the two songs that they've come out with, I thought they were good. I I, I enjoyed them, but I don't think they're anything. I don't think they're nearly as great as you know the first four Mars Volta records. But that's fine. I, I I understand that you're not going to make another Delaus or another Amputecture, another Francis. It's just not going to happen. But <laughs> another Bedlam and Goliath. Okay, there we go. I had to throw that one in there for you because you're. Were you just naming? Were you just listing your favorite albums in in, in order? No, I would have named Amputecture first. I was trying to oh, you know God. shake it up a bit because Amputecture is by far the best record. I don't give a fuck. It's the best, <clears throat> and you should buy it on vinyl because I don't know why you haven't yet. But uh, anyway, let's move on. Last thing here, the last thing, so we can finish this up and do Deftones, because I know that's what everybody's waiting for. Uh, Thrice, they have hinted at a repress of the artist in the Ambulance, re- Ambulance record. 
uh, next year because that will be the 20th anniversary of the record. And they posted something on Instagram like a, I don't, it was just kind of like a, a fun cryptic thing that they had posted that they're probably going to repress it because right now these records are going for about a hundred bucks on Discog. So that's a lot of guacamole. So that'd be great to have a, a repress with like some new artwork, some extra stuff on there. That'd be super fucking rad because this record's awesome. And I know you agree because we did this. No, that would be cool. I, uh, I will buy it. I will definitely buy too. Oh God, dude, you just ruin everything. <laughs> you ruin everything. God damn. You just, you just can't have fun. You just cannot just have, can't fun. have fun. Nope. Ah, oh, boy. All right. So, is that all you got? That's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you for listening. You know the drill. Give us five stars. Five stars only. Stay tuned for the main episode because it, it, we are doing Deftones and their record, Adrenaline, and we're also going to rank all nine of their records. So get into that. And that's it. That's all. Get them around. Oh,